I always think we should start these like big conversation. You ever think about that? Like we've been talking for a long time and then you do an intro. You're throwing me off. <laughs> you just turned on the recording and started halfway into a conversation. Yeah, I wanted it to feel like we were in a conversation, but we weren't. You should have given me a heads up. Yeah. I, I had no idea what you were doing. Sorry, I started doing it and I saw your face. And I, I was thought like, you started having a mental issue. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking to the ghost on the other side of you. I was talking to our third host. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mega Strange. Uh, we're off to a, a Mega Strange start today. Yeah. Johnny's having an episode. He's uh, talking to our third host, the host with the most to boast, our ghost host. Dude, ghost host. Did you ever, uh, did you read Goosebumps as a kid? Yes. I was so obsessed with Goosebumps. I would always get Goosebumps, um, like birthday stuff. And it was always like little poems that were exactly what I just said. <laughs> to the ghost who could boast the most roast in his Yost. I guess I need to review the cards. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little rusty on what the poetry was, but uh, you know. Welcome to my fellow goosebumps heads out there. Burm, Welcome burm, to burm, another burm, burm. episode of Mega Strange. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you just did the theme song. That burm, burm, was burm, late burm, stage burm. goosebumps, by the way. As a true goosebumps fan, I was into the book series. And by the time the show came on the scene, I was like, this is a little passe. You're capitalizing a little on childish. This trend um peaked two years ago, and the episodes were honestly like really lame compared to the books. Uh, yeah. First of all, they wouldn't even do the books. Hey, full goosebumps sometimes uh, talk here. So strap in, yeah. buckle your seatbelts. They did the mask one. They did the mask one, obviously, because that was the most famous goosebumps book of all time. Yeah. And that one was actually like a made for TV special that oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure like inspired the show. It was like a pilot that uh, to, and then they just started like writing their own episodes that to this day. The, the concept of like putting a mask on and not coming off really scares me. I don't know why. Not only does the mask not come off, but the longer you wear it, it starts to change your voice. And then oh. she feels and she finds that she can't find the no, scene anymore. That's the, still scary. the mask is taking over. It's Dude. possessing her. And the, and she's like and she's acting mean to people. Yeah. like give me all the fucking candy. <laughs> and they're they like, said, fuck. Cindy, why are you saying fuck? And she's like, don't <laughs> ask stupid questions, bitch. <laughs> it was scary. It was scary when Cindy called her mom the B word and refused to take the mask off. Uh, okay, so <laughs> anyway, welcome to Mega Strange, everybody. We get a little silly here sometimes. That's uh, what this show's about. Today, we're talking, speaking of getting silly, we're talking about some silly stuff today. Internet mysteries. Yes. Internet uh, conspiracy theories and just weirdness from across the web. Internet unsolved mysteries. Yeah. We I like to call it. Um, did the an episode recently about a creepypasta known as the Backrooms. Yes. And it actually, a little behind the scenes talk for you. Our episode ran so long that Johnny didn't even get to present all the research he did on totally unrelated things. That was gonna <laughs> that was gonna be an internet mystery yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. But the backrooms lore was so expansive it just took over. And so we now come back for the thrilling conclusion to that episode. Yes. We finally get to hear what Johnny researched. Get some Johnny brain going on. We a full episode of Johnny Brain. I'm excited. Oh, and dude, the ghost host. My cell phone you. just went off. Yeah. Of course. It doesn't matter if we're recording at four in the <laughs> afternoon or nine in the morning or on Super Bowl Sunday uh, from the Russian space station. No matter where I am or what time, somebody will text me. You should just start reading the texts you get live. Uh, it's a random actor. Oh, from, oh, and another one. I'm oh. just going to mute my phone here. Um, yeah. You know, when you go to broadcasting school, the first thing they tell you is silence your cell phone. But I'm a bad boy. And he just told you that for free. I don't do what the teachers tell you. Yeah. You don't have to go to broadcasting school anymore. Yeah. So, by the way. Yes. Uh, we didn't go to broadcasting school. No. We went to film school. Yeah. Johnny went to a nice went, film school. Nah. I went to a community college. <laughs> uh, did you graduate? Yes. I flunked out. Okay. I almost flunked out. Really? Yeah. I had a teacher fail me. Because I didn't go to his class because I liked another directing teacher better. I uh, purposely flunked out. It yeah. was a conscious decision. Uh, doing Mega 64, our career was taking off. And I had a job opportunity that 
I had to go on a business trip. Yeah, I was like 20 years old. That's cool. I was like 21 years old. Probably, probably like 20, maybe even 19. I don't know. And I'm thinking I'm going to miss my finals to go on this trip to go do filmmaking, but I'm studying to be a filmmaker. So like, do I just jump right in or, or do I do my finals? I skipped my finals and the rest was history. Yes. Yeah. So no, <laughs> you know, no broadcasting school for me. I'm just killing time. here. No, no, now. you're fine. I'm, I, I, I'm scared to get to these internet mysteries. Are so you? I just want to vibe. Yeah. Well, they're, they're a little scary. Okay, so uh, they are a little scary. You told me that you had a story about Chip Chan. I'll, yeah, is, I'll and, get into it. And I'm not even quite sure what Chip Chan is. Is that an internet personality? Is that a person? So, well, chi- oh. I'm, uh, before you get into it, I, mm. I'm just going to give like the table of contents yeah. for today's episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about Chip Chan. Chip Chan. Is, is that a person? That is a person. That is, uh, I don't really want to say too much. I want to leave it a mystery, but it is a, a person that the internet unearthed okay. from deep within the, the deep we'll internet. We're talking about Chip Chan. I will be covering a phenomenon known as, this is probably an offensive name, but this is what it was referred to on the internet, Korean fan death yeah. or Korean fan death syndrome. Uh, you may not know that potentially your electric fan could kill you by... Literally blowing you away. You're gonna get sucked up in public. Uh, and a cu- and a couple of other, um, you know, similar conspiracy theories from around the world. And uh, and and you have another subject for us as well. Yeah, I have a. This is an internet classic. It's oldie but a goodie. The blank room soup, which is a classic video that to this day is still a mystery and i'll be showing it to you very nice i can't wait so let's get into it sure. uh thank you for joining us on this internet mysteries episode of mega strange <laughs> that the dog that <laughs> when i was a kid the dog is its eyes changing scared me but when you go back it's the worst effect yeah ever. that's the stupidest it's like michael jackson thriller <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. and then the song like uh, the synth changes into like a dog bark. It's like woof, 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 woof. anyway, Chip Chan. We'll, we'll do a whole reaction video to uh, our favorite episodes of Goosebumps. Yeah, on Halloween maybe. Okay, so Chip Chan. Uh, where, uh, where did you first hear about Chip Chan? I was scouring the web for internet mysteries, and every kind of article and video I, I found brought up Chip Chan. I was like, what What the hell is Chip Chan? So Chip Chan is kind of known across the board. Yes. Would you say this is one of like the top five internet mysteries just on the short list? I think so because it's so weird. Okay. But uh, here, I'll, I'll get into it. Um, so around tw- uh, 2009, the internet found this live stream of a Korean woman. Okay. Uh, she was just laying in her room with various handwritten signs behind her. Uh, initially, these went viral due to the fact that people thought this woman was dead. Oh, um, but, but, it, but like, how could you live stream if you were dead? Well, apparently they found this live stream where she was like. For hours and they just had no idea how long she had been. Streaming. Yeah. And they're like, is she dead? And they just watched for hours and then eventually she woke up. Oh, OK. She was sleeping. Yeah. They thought the woman was dead, but soon everyone realized that her sleeping parents were just extremely weird. Uh, and she would spend long stretches of time sleeping in weird positions. I have a photo of her if you want to see. Absolutely. So here's, let me cut to the close-up cam here. Oh, it's a little far. Um, let me punch that close-up sure. cam in. So the people at home can see. So this is Chip Chan. Um, she, yeah, these are photos of her live stream. As you could see behind her, there's a bunch of like handwritten signs. And she's like laying on the floor. So the stream is like from a camera yeah. in the corner of her tiny room. Yes. I don't even want to look at that. Yeah, let me see here. And she's got like a MacBook. Nah, it's like a white HP. Yeah. And these aren't pictures of her sleeping though. No, no, I couldn't. Uh, maybe I have one. She lays on the floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do have a photo of her sleeping. <laughs> oh, God, Johnny. <laughs> That's like, just a foot pick. She's like, pass the fuck out. You got to bring it back. Of focus. There we go. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Why did she put her feet towards the camera? Know. That's so intentional, obviously. But uh, yeah, so interest grew in this woman more and more uh, as information started to come out through these live streams. Like people would watch her and she would, they would realize like people would start to translate the signs. They noticed like audio clips would play. That wasn't her speaking. Like she had pre-recorded stuff. 
And uh, people started to decipher it and, it and it started to get really, really strange. Well, what did the signs say? Um, so the signs claimed that she was being held hostage by a corrupt police officer named P. Named, like known only as P. The letter P? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and like I said before, you'd hear audio clips during her streams um, where she would like bring the viewer up to, to speed on who P is. He's apparently a corrupt officer that mm. is keeping her hostage. Um, wow. Jeez, power trip. Yeah, exactly. I, I think so. These cops are always tripping on their authority. Oh, you can't jaywalk. Oh, you're not allowed to leave this apartment. <laughs> cops. So it, it starts to get weirder as we figure out more and more. Like, first of all, people thought she was dead. Turns out she just sleeps weird. Okay. Oh, also, she sleeps for like 20, like 20 hours. Like she sleeps at for a time. Yeah. For like very long well, periods of time. Will she be awake extra long? Yeah. Like I think she stays up super late and sleeps super long. Mm. And uh, she's I on think, the two day cycle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but slowly people started to find like uh, more info about her. Like I said before, someone uh, unearthed a, a, a WordPress blog. You know about WordPress? Um, it's been a minute since I visited a WordPress blog. Yeah. It was kind of like like back in the day when there was like Blogger and WordPress and people were like more. Yeah, it was more like blog based. Yeah, it's like a like a, like live, a journal. live journal or a dead journal where you just write a diary entry every day. Uh, so when they unearthed her uh, WordPress blog, they found uh, a ton of posts uh, talking about P and how she claims to have a. A device implanted in her ankle. Okay. That was installed by P. A tracking device. Yeah. At a cartilage bone three centimeters off the ankle bone. Like they would do to an animal. Yeah. She also believes that the chip implanted it under. She has a, a chip implanted under her elbow as well. But she claims that uh, whenever P wants, uh, he can hit a button and uh, the implant will go off and make her fall asleep. Preventing mm. her from leaving the apartment. Mm. I don't know if I believe that one. <laughs> the, the elbow chip is has a remote control sleepy button on yeah. it. Yeah. He can remote zonk you yep. out. Up, oh, up. Oh. And how does he know? Maybe he's watching the live stream like, yeah. oh, 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 she's awake. Oh, she's heading for the door. Oh. He'll <laughs> ah, get sleepy, sleepy. Maybe it's like he has to tap it a bunch of times and like yeah. it's like 30 taps will like make you fall asleep. But like if he hits it 50 times, it'll like practically kill you. <laughs> you know, um, I would be I'd be worried. You might OD on the elbow chip. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know why the idea of like a, an unknown police officer implanting a chip in someone is really terrifying to me. Um, yeah. I know it's very outlandish, but uh, I think we need to. Hey, I think we need to stop and appreciate P. Yeah. For a second. Not only are you an evil criminal mastermind corrupt police officer. Yeah. You're also a surgeon with access to highly advanced sleepy technology. Where do you find the time to study all this stuff? P I'm legit impressed dude for real. Like teach me your ways. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I want to use this for good. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if P was not uh, abducting women in live stream. Yeah. But instead was like, fighting crime and implanting these chips in the arms of like repeat offenders. Uh Oh, the burglar is going back to the jewelry store. Hold on. Ah, put him to sleep. Put him to sleep. Put him to sleep. We're good. We're good. Society we is safe. Him. Once again, that would be fucking crazy. Like you commit just saying multiple offenses that they install the sleepy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you. you don't have to go to jail, but now, you know, every time you come within 200 yards of a, of a school, you of fall a, asleep. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna say a school. Oh, I was gonna try to say like uh, this guy is not allowed to go to churches or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what these criminals did. They're bad guys. Okay, <laughs> whatever these criminals did, they deserve the elbow chip. That's what the I'm saying. The elbow chip. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I said before, she spends like most. Hold on. Oh, last thing. It's yeah. like the V chip when parents put that in your TV. Oh yeah, the to, V chip. Yeah, but it's called the P chip. The P chip. So that I'll leave it at that. So let's continue. Uh, moving, moving on. <laughs> moving on. 
Uh, yeah, so Chip Chan spends like, most of her life, like I said, surfing the web and sleeping often for 12 hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Because um, of the nefarious pee. Yeah, she spent she she appears rather unkempt and in poor health Aww. and extremely lethargic. Say. Yeah, uh, well, we know why. OK, it's a condition. Yeah, I, I saved you. I saved you, I will say, uh, because she's still active on the Internet Yeah. Uh, where she uploads pictures and videos of uh skin rashes and wounds that she has like uh, gotten over the years from just sitting down for you too know, long what's amazing to me that's why they call her chip chan by the way because she like chips like her skin chips oh come on <laughs> she's got dragon scale too yeah because she's just sitting down all day <laughs> what's amazing to me is that this chip chan personality that the popularity grew over yeah. time because it seems to me that the Actually, the more we find out, the less interesting it becomes. Not that you're not that this is yeah, not an yeah, interesting yeah. story, but from a fan base, I'm watching. Oh, it's a live streaming of a dead body. Yeah. Oh, it's just a uh, no. The person's not dead. OK, yeah, it's less mysterious automatically. Oh, but they're being held captive. Oh, but I don't know if the story is believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but. They're really lethargic and they have skin rashes. Like, at what point do you turn the stream off? I don't know. Like, I, I think it's like a lot of what we talk about in the show. It's like, if you want to believe, you can. But like, if you really think about it, I'm sure this person's just very unwell. Yeah. Like, I'm, if you want to, I'm more fascinated that Chip Chan maintains this yeah. false reality and false narrative perpetually. You, How come, what's fascinating to me, I'm assuming, because mm, we're not at the end of your story, yeah, yeah. but. Is there any evidence to suggest that what Chip Chan is saying is not true? Have we ever like no. has she ever been caught no. leaving the apartment? There or? there have been some photos of her outside, yes. Okay. All right. Uh but they're very sparse. Ah, I see. Only when P allows it. Only when P allows it. Uh if you had to guess how how long would you think she's been doing this? Like what Ooh. what year did she start? You didn't already say what no. year? No, oh, no, you did. You said it was 2009. That's when they first found her. Like the you mean it predates? Yeah. No way. Yep. Well, hold on. Okay. All right. Maybe not the live stream, but she's been living this way for a okay. certain. Okay. Let me think. 2009 was a long time ago. Yeah. We're talking 13 years. So I remember 2009. I'm going to say she's been doing it since 2004, that she was five years in when they discovered her. Okay. Is that your final answer? Locking it in. Locking it in for the million dollars. And I'm not even going to phone a friend. Okay. Uh, She's been doing this since 1996. Shut the front door. That's not possible. 1996. She, she wasn't streaming back then, but she's been sitting on the floor. She's been sleeping in like in that room. Yeah. Yes. Since the since the movie Scream came out, yes. since the first movie Scream came out, yep. she's been sitting she <laughs> Tupac was alive when she started sitting on that floor. Apparently, maybe she got so sad that Tupac died. And- she predates Smash Mouth, <laughs> yeah. the band. Chip Chan, she was a trendsetter. She has been there since 1996. That's I, incredible. I would love a documentary about this. I bet there there probably is one, but I don't know. Um, but maybe we can start. Maybe we'll be the documentary makers. I'm down. Chip Chan oh, probably smells so bad. No offense, Chip Chan. Yeah, it probably smells Chan. so bad in there. Stinky Chan. Um, but yeah, uh, in her live streams, as she started gaining more popularity, she had expressed uh, the need to the viewers to help her like dispose of P, like get rid of him. Okay. Uh, and she says the best way to help is to spread the word about P and contact a man named Park Sang Man. Her former landlord. Oh, you know, his uh, name starts with the letter P. Dude, I'm just going to be I'm going to point out the obvious here. Um, apparently, she responds to viewers via mail exclusively and comments on her blog and she'll never chat with the stream like she'll never go into the she'll never talk to them. She'll never uh, acknowledge them. She only acknowledges people through mail and, and her blog. Well, how do you find out where to send the letter to? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe she maybe it's on her sign. Um, that being said, like a few theories have been thrown around, uh, something that she could just be, this could be an elaborate art project. I don't think so. She's been doing it for so long that I, I couldn't see this be being an art project. You had to be so dedicated to the craft. Um, prestige level. Other people think she's mentally ill. 
which probably is the case. Um, okay. And the final theory is everything she is saying could be true. The the final and least likely theory. And that's Chip Chan. I think you can still catch her live streaming. We've never seen P on camera. Nope. Well, then there there is no P until I see proof. I need footage of P. I need a I need a picture. I need a Polaroid. I <laughs> Take that a, out of context. <laughs> I need a uh, two thousand. I need a two thousand and eight Motorola snap. Yeah. of some P. Me too. Uh, no, no, no! Don't lure me into this. <laughs> well, uh, so that's Chip Chan. That okay. is Chip Chan. Nice. That's uh, fascinating. Um. I, oh, sorry. Continue. I I wonder if we could contact Chip Chan for the show. I bet we could send her a letter. I want, dude. I'll I'll do some research and try to figure out that because other fans know where she lives or not where to send the mail, so we could probably figure it out. All right, Chip Chan, we're going to send you a care package. Yeah. So get ready. Some Mega Strange stickers and, uh, you know, a map of where Bigfoot is. <laughs> Dude. I don't know what we'll send her. That would be Something. awesome. And then if she opens it up on stream, we'll play the footage here and we'll react to it. Yeah, we'll be like, Chip, Chip Chan acknowledged us. Real programming happening live on camera. Uh, cool. Well, I have a video to show you if you want. Yeah, let's get into the video. Okay. Absolutely. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let you absorb this. I'm glad they protected the identity of the man uh, eating soup. Soup. Yeah, SpaghettiOs with a giant spoon. Looks like he's being punished. Yeah. Isn't this scary? This stuff does not scare me really yes i'm in mega 64 <laughs> i film shit like this all the time <laughs> for real yeah like i just be like okay i've set up shots like this yeah like, you know that's kevin in the costume yeah our rock and start eating soup yeah johnny that's you in the costume that's oh. yeah that's that's johnny and kevin rocco's eating the soup i'm behind camera being like okay now pet him all right, Rocco, more crying, more, more crying, <laughs> more crying. Anyway, that this is a that's pretty much it. This is a very famous. This is an oldie but a goodie. OK, uh, what's it called? It's called blank room soup, blank room soup. I feel like I have. Oh, excuse me. I feel like I have seen that. Um, yeah. And there was an era of the Internet, um, you know, like the mid 2000s where photographing and, and filming. Surreal, abstract stuff was really popular like did you ever see like the like the little goblin guy with milk in a series of photographs he was like always oh, yeah. spilling milk on like these girls in a bathtub and stuff yeah this yeah like this weird photo set I, I almost grabbed another classic but i didn't do it because I, I thought people, it was like widely covered on the internet uh i feel fantastic did you ever see that no it's a video of this like robot woman going like i feel fantastic and it's like really scary okay <laughs> but uh maybe i'll cover that in the future that reminds me of like Wire Therapy by uh, Shea St. John. Yeah, yeah. It's very uh, Shea St. John. Also RIP. Uh, I used to love uh, their videos. Anyway, okay, so what is this? Uh, so here's the thing. A lot of people don't know. Like there's not a lot of information about this video to this day. Uh, the earliest upload of this video was uh, posted on YouTube by an account called Renaissance Men mm. on November 26, 2005. Wow. Titled Freaky Soup Guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, it gained over uh, 900,000 views uh, in 16 years. So it wasn't super viral. It took a long time to get almost a million views. Mm -hmm. uh, once again, sounds like a Mega64 video. <laughs> I, I, are you sure we didn't make <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, this, you tell me. <laughs> it's the same trajectory as all our stuff. So there's a lot of rumors about this video. Um some people claim it, it, it came from the deep web and it's depicting a man being tortured. Uh, it has been suggested that he's being forced to eat soup that may be made of his murdered wife. Okay. That's, That's uh, why he's crying. You remember South Park? Oh. Yeah, there's a South Park episode where uh, Scott Tennerman yeah. had to eat chili made out of his parents. And, exactly. And Cartman literally did this. So I, I feel like it's literally around the same time. Yeah. So I, I feel I, like that's probably just one kid being like, it's probably like the Scott Turman thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so 
for real, like there's not a lot of information. It's mostly just that video. Uh, there's a couple tidbits that I can give you. Okay. Um, yeah, please. If you want to kind of like piece it together yourself. What we do know is there's an artist named Raymond Percy who designed those suits um, for his stage show. Hmm. Um, but apparently one day after one of his shows, someone stole the suit, both suits. Okay. And they went, they were missing for years. Um, until this video popped up. So various YouTubers have tried to like decipher this and like get more information. Um, this YouTuber Rainbot messaged Raymond through Tumblr to find out like maybe he knows the origins of this video. Um, Raymond claimed that the costumes were stolen from their RV after performing at a place called the Key Club uh, on Sunset Strip. Percy then says he received an email containing what's now known as the blank room soup. So he, he doesn't know where the uh, suits went, but he got an email with this video and that's about it. Okay. And that's all we know. That's all we know. Interesting. To this day, blank room soup is still a mystery. And that's all we know. Wow. Um, okay. I love when a video is on the internet and cannot be traced to a source. There's a collection of videos that fall into that category. I've been researching some myself. Yeah. And yeah, you know, in this day and age of the information superhighway and the age of technology, I think that there's this assumption. We take it for granted that everything has is, an answer. Has an answer. Yeah. And that if you go, if you dig deep enough, somebody out there has figured it out and uploaded it to the internet. Mm. Um, but Time and again in doing research for this show, you find that that's not true, that when you really dig in deep, uh, either, you know, either it's a hoax. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is all fabricated uh, around nothing. Or you just hit a dead end where you're like, oh, shit, like the the breadcrumbs just kind of stop. It just like mysteriously you run out of information, which is what happened in this case. I, I from what I've gathered on this video, I really think that uh those suits were stolen and i think whoever stole it it was trying to fuck with that guy and it became kind of like just shrouded mystery i i feel like the person can't come out and be like i made that video because then that artist could easily be like oh you stole my stuff well the artist claims to have received an email yeah of the video the way the story is told it's suggested that the email was sent by the person who created the video yeah can we get that email I, that email does exist. It's very vague. It's like a story about like, uh, you know, a beloved story character being used for evil. Yeah, but I mean the email address. Oh, no, I, don't, I think it was like a burner email. Yeah, but the, the email does exist if you want to look into it. It was very like. I'll say it was very pretentious. Okay. It was like something I love was destroyed and it's like like a whole like Greek tragedy kind of written out and it's like, oh, OK. <laughs> I'll play devil's advocate here. Yes. Uh, I feel like this stuff is always hard to believe that it could be real. And yeah. you're like, well, it has to be an art project. It has to be a hoax. It mm. has to be this guy lying about the suits being stolen. I yeah. feel like it's easy to just default that. But then sometimes you'll be reading or watching or listening to like a true crime podcast. Yeah. And you'll hear some story about a serial killer mm. who's really doing some crazy shit. Like, yeah, I would abduct people and I would lock them in a box and I would wear a mask and torture them. Uh, and it's like, wow, there really are people out there who are legitimately crazy yeah. and, and are doing uh, are doing scary stuff. You yeah. Know? We, P, dude. P. <laughs> P could be real. P could be real. You know, it's so easy to say, ah, P is probably just made up. But then the news will tell you some story and you're like, <laughs> dang, there's there's a there's another version of P right there. The P's are out there. So this could be created yeah. by another P, an American P, an American P, <laughs> an American P. Uh, I have one more thing if you if you're down for me. to Yeah, get I'm it. loving this. OK, uh, does this one have a video to go with? No, it? this one is a little bit more silly. All right. Uh, I, I wanted to kind of counterbalance all the, the creepy and, and weird. Um, the strange, if you will. Uh, this one is about Gitas. You ever heard of Gitas? 
yeah, Anthony Giedis, lead singer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He wrote Under the Bridge. Love that guy. Damn, dude. I didn't even expect you to say that. Um, so, oh, oh, wait. No, sorry. Different. Yeah. Different guy. Okay. What are you talking about? Oh, so <laughs> I can't even bounce. That was funny. Uh, in 2017, there was a comedian named uh, Nate. Sorry if I'm going to mess up this guy's name. Nate Fernald, I think. Okay. Uh, he scoured the internet or, or more specifically eBay for pins like cool old pins. Okay, nice. I forgot to print it out, but he found a pin of a little guy and it just said Gitas on it. So he went to Twitter and it was like, guys, who the fuck is Gitas? Um, but he was only met with more questions. <laughs> um, people soon unearthed this photo. Is this uh, what the pin was? Yeah. Gitas, dude. Gitas. Says Gitas. Okay. Walks <laughs> on all fours. Yeah. Uh, let me let me help sure. you here. That's that's fucking Gitas, dude. Oh yeah, that's hard to get there. The stupid mouse is in the way. <laughs> Sorry. There we go. Finally, Gitas, everybody. Look at that. That's him, bro. Hello, I am Gitas. <laughs> he has his name there. That's how you spell it. Yeah, Gitas. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love this. Gitas. Is gonna be the thumbnail of the episode. yeah, just Gitas. <laughs> anyway, uh, WTF is Gitas. Yeah, so people were they they weren't able to find any info about the pin, but they found this sticker. That's this is a sticker of Gitas. Okay. Um. All right. And people like started assuming like, is this part of some type of lost media? Is this like a Gitas. a character from a lost eighty show that no one remembers? And then people started coming out of the woodwork like, oh, I remember Gitas. And uh, he was from the show, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. And it took years and years until someone found the full sticker pack that this Gitas thing is from. And let me tell you, even more, even more questions were. So this is the sticker pack. Wow. Let me help you here. Denison stickers, self adhesives, four sheets per package. We have. Okay. So Zoltan, (laughs) this Green demon guy goes by Zoltan. He's holding an alligator snake. It's a snake with an alligator head. You probably can't even see because of the shine there. Next to Zoltan is a troll holding a snake with an American bald eagle for a head. (laughs) His name is Harry. This C-3PO looking motherfucker down here. It's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, it was a robot. Fucked (laughs) C-3PO. And this thing was their baby. It doesn't even have a name. It's two dots. I think, yeah, some stuff got cut off, but. No, there's a name there, but it's just two dots. So we'll call it two dot. Two dot. That's a pretty good name. And then there's like a paladin blue. I like that guy. Goblin. He's holding a staff uh, with another dragon. Whatever. His name is Iggy. There's a tall bird-nosed paladin holding a, a golden staff down here to the bottom right. And then at the bottom, Gitas. And then cut off at the very bottom. Old Gitas. Can you read what it says right here? Oh, yeah. In the middle, it yeah. says uh, the label here is the land of Ta. The land of Ta. That's, that's all we had to go on for years. People unearthed the sticker pack and they're like, what? Even more questions. They're like, first, who the fuck is Gitas? Two, what the fuck is the land of Ta? So <laughs> it kind of just spiraled. And all the only information we had was that it was Denison stickers. And that was kind of like for years. No one knew. It just kind of was an internet mystery. People would make jokes. People make shirts about Gitas. Yeah. Um, I want a Gitas shirt. Yeah. There, you could buy Gitas pins. Dude, I'm down with Gitas. This is cool. But then recently. Oh, no. How recently? 2019, August. Everything happened in 2019, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was right before the, the world ended. I don't want to get dour. Sorry. Okay, August 2019. <laughs> take me August back. 23rd, 2019. There was a podcast called The Endless Thread um, where they did a whole episode about this sticker pack and they contacted Denison and they're like, can you give us some information about this? And they were kind of like, we have in our system every sticker sheet imaginable and they couldn't find this one 
And then eventually they got a response from someone at their main headquarters that was like, oh, we found we found the Legend of Toss stickers. And there's not a lot of it. It's still kind of a mystery. Uh, they, they know that this artist, Sam Pertucci, drew all these. Uh, he is mostly known for designing the original G.I. Joes. Oh, for Hasbro. He designed okay. all the original packaging for, for the G.I. Joes and a bunch of other stuff. Apparently, he went mostly unknown uh, for years. There's finally this is probably my favorite part of the story. He finally has a Wikipedia page because of Gitas. Nice. Like he there was no information about this guy until people unearthed Gitas. Gitas made it happen. Imagine you are one of the guys who created G.I. Joe. Yeah. But nobody gives no. two shits. And you get famous because of this thing you drew who walks on his hands and feet called Gitas. This little gorilla pig. <laughs> this gorilla dog pig. People love it. People love Gitas. And, and it happens like 30 years after you fart out this Gitas dog pig. And it's like, I made G.I. Joe. You're living in obscurity for decades. Yeah. I made G.I. Joe and I can't even afford to pay rent. Nope. And then people are like, yo, the dude who drew Gitas. Sadly, he, he passed away in 2013 before we. You died. He died. Before you even knew you got famous. So everyone out there, uh, look up Sam Pertucci and and uh, look that at sucks, his work. Dude. Yeah, for that real. to me is the biggest bummer as an artist to to live your life in obscurity and to become famous posthumously. Yeah. After you've died and your whole life you think you're a failure, but the world is just not ready for your creations. That's the worst. I hate those stories. Me too. Uh Ugh. the final That's nail in the coffin. Yeah. Uh Denison general manager Lou Diarmo uh kind of recalled like because people were like, what the fuck does Gitas even mean? Apparently, people in the Denison offices would use the term Gitas as a slang for money. Uh, spelt G-E-E-T-U-S. I brought it up to Garrett yesterday. I was like, have you heard of Gitas? He's like, isn't that a slang for money? Hmm. He's the only person. He just out of nowhere said that. And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. People always they're like, yo, give me the Gitas. I'm like, give me the Gitas. Okay. I thought this was bullshit for in, until he said that. Like, I didn't even prompt him. He just said that. I was like, oh, I guess Strange. that's real. So people think like maybe it was a joke around the office. Like people think that maybe uh, that dude, Paul or Sam Pertucci didn't name these characters and people at the Denison offices did. And they thought it'd be funny to name him after their whole uh, thing for money because maybe they thought he'd be a super popular character, which eventually he kind of technically did. I don't know why you would just create these characters for stickers. Maybe maybe I, yeah. in the 80s, that's what they were doing. Just creating characters for one off things like He-Man. Yeah, you know they just created these toys and all these things were built around it. But this seems to me, I don't know, the land of Toss. I, I get the feeling like this was a failed pitch. I think so too. I think that that guy Sam Bertucci like had these drawn already and was kind of like, I have these. These look like character concepts for a cartoon, a comic book, a TV show, yeah. or a line of toys that was just, rejected. But exactly. they're like, let's uh, make some stickers out of this and see what happens. Exactly. Uh, but at the end of the day, the the part that to, to bring it full circle here. Uh, I told you about that comedian that found that pin on eBay where it just said, oh, yeah. apparently Denison never produced pins. So people to this day don't know where whoever made these bootleg pins got the original Gitas from. Like, oh, it's just kind of like it, the mystery. Yeah. goes even deeper. Where did the pin, where come did the from? pin come from? And that's the story. That's all we know about Gitas. Nice. All right. Well, uh, thank you for talking about Gitas. You're welcome. And uh, what was the name of that soup video? Oh, uh, Blank Room Soup and Chip Chan. Blank Room Soup and Chip Chan. Um, yeah, very nice. So when we started talking about doing this episode, we yeah. were just talking about like internet mysteries. Mm. And, you know, sometimes when we do like a general topic like that, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. And I'll just Google search like random broad terms. Like, all right, let's dive right in. Internet mysteries. And I was Googling that. This isn't even an internet mystery. I don't know why, but it this came up um, when I was going looking for stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. This this thing called um, Korean fan death or fan death syndrome. Yep. And uh, I brought this up to you, and you had already heard about this. Uh, in art school, uh, a lot of the student base for me at SVA they were Korean, 
So I've I've extensively heard about Korean fan death. Oh, well, what would the students that you went to school with tell you? By the way, what year was this? This you- was 2013, 2012, around then. That's right around when the widespread belief belief in Korean, uh, I'm just going to call it fan death. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fan death started subsiding. Oh, okay. The mid to mid 2000s. I, I, for one of my short films, our sound person was Korean and he, yeah, he told me about it. Uh, he, he kind of, I'll just give you generally what he said. He just said like, oh, I don't like to sleep with fans on, uh, cause it'll suck the air out of my breath. Like I'll suck the breath out of my lungs. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> and then he told me about how. I don't want to step on your research. No, here. I'm, I'm actually oh. just genuinely interested in how you came to hear about. Yeah, this. he said that a lot of Korean fans uh, will have a timer on them to shut off at night or like you, you could set it before you go to sleep. So it will shut off. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's basically it. Fan death mm. is this belief in the alleged death of human beings as a result of running an electric fan in a closed room with unopened or or no windows, either a okay. room with no windows or the windows are closed. I do this every night, so I feel like you're gonna you're gonna scare me into turning my fan. Well, off. <laughs> it is widely uh, widely accepted and regarded that fan death is impossible okay cool (laughs) but despite that uh the belief in fan death persisted in parts of korea and to a lesser extent in japan okay for a long time up into the mid to late 2000s but i mean presumably even to this day i'm sure there are people who still believe this is true Mm -hmm. so the fear in Korea seems to date back as early as 1927. Damn. 1927. I didn't even know they had electric fans back then. It makes sense. Yeah. If you like think of like old war movies, I feel like sometimes maybe you'll see like an old fan. That must have been like the height of technology. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been like the Tesla self-driving car. Dude, yeah. The self-blowing fan. The, the no big longer white do you buttons. have to use your hand and fan yourself like a dummy. We yeah. Got, we got a robot that can fan for you. It's called a fan. <laughs> um. So in 1927, there was this story uh, published in this um, newspaper which trans the name is in Korean, but it basically translates to domestic and international daily news. Okay. And the headline was called strange harm from electric fans. And I'm going to do it in the 1927 voice. (laughs) Strange harm from electric fans warning readers that the new technology comes with a risk of nausea, facial paralysis, and even smoking on his pipe asphyxiation. I was going to say, I like that your your accent includes a little cigar. Yeah, or. a cigar or like a cigarette <laughs> on a, you know, one of those stems. Oh, yeah, like Hunter S. Thompson. The theory being that the fans circulation, this one made me laugh, actually. Uh, circulation of stale air causes the user to choke on their own carbon dioxide. Oh. By the way. That's the same argument people used for not wearing masks I was just about during to say. the pandemic I was just about in 2020. <laughs> so it th- th- seems like the bullshit arguments just get perpetuated yeah. every hundred years or Dude. so. The retroviruses, the fans are going to blow the disease back into your mouth. Sorry, I just got excited. <laughs> it was so funny to me. I was like, this sounds so familiar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as you're saying, I'm like. That's what people said about masks. Yeah. Imagine if they had YouTube videos back in 1927. You'd yeah. see people like, put the fucking fan out of the room. I'm not <laughs> fucking putting it out of the room. They start like punching each other yeah. and arguing about it. Oh, you got a fan in your room? All right. Sorry. Let's not get okay. political. That's my mantra. I should tell it to myself. So that was 1927. But even as late as 19, as the 1970s, 50 years later, um, the newspapers in Korea were still warning people about fan death. Okay. Um, the government was issuing warnings about it. Now, apparently, there was one case in particular in 1977. I could not find the actual article, but I saw other articles referencing that this article existed. A report of a man 
who was found dead in Korea. Oh, in a in a locked room, and according to the newspaper, apparently had no medical ailments wrong with him, uh, but was sitting in between two electric fans blowing on him. And the story goes that this this case of this man mm. was so sensational that it reinvigorated oh. the widespread panic of fan death. Now, Dude. again, I could not find the actual article that they claim exists. But yeah, it's like that old story. I don't know if you've uh, heard this in elementary school. It was a riddle. And it was like a man is hanging dead from a noose in a locked room with no signs of forced entry and there's a puddle of water beneath him. Yeah. What, what happened? You ever heard that riddle? Yeah. He, he, he was, he was standing on a, on a block of ice and, oh. and the ice melted and he killed himself. <laughs> there was like, by the way, side note, when yeah. I was a kid, there were all these riddles that people would tell me um, in middle school and elementary school that were always like, figure out how this person died. And it was like, Morbid. there was that one that I just told yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And another one that I remember as a kid was, um, a man is sitting in a chair dead and there's a rock next to him and he's in a locked room with no forced entry. What happened to him? And I, I was like, uh, he, uh, he hit himself with the rock. And they're like, no, there's no signs of impact on him. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And the answer, Superman, that's kryptonite. Oh my God. <laughs> I know it's so stupid, like stupid elementary school. Yeah. Riddles. I was going to say though, your, uh, the article you brought up reminded me of when I was a kid and like razor scooters were like, so big and then you slowly I, I i think it actually happened but you, like you'd start to hear from like people's moms like oh i heard a kid cut his fingers off yeah with i heard the razor this. scooters I heard that and then it was like my mom got rid of my razor scooter because of that <laughs> like whatever really yeah yeah i still hold a grudge she got rid of she it she was worried you're gonna cut your fingers it off? was that and then my grandpa rode on one and fucking bust his ass that's the real reason <laughs> your dumbass grandpa fucked it up for you yeah, bro. <laughs> he didn't even cut his fingers off. I'm sorry. I know your mom and dad watch this show and they're going to want my dad watches it. I think I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Weiss. I that was a joke about Grandpa Weiss. So it was very inappropriate. <laughs> it's my mom's dad. Oh, we're, we're cool. Yeah, we're good. Your, we're good. Your mom loves me. <laughs> um, so some people think that the story of the man mm. was planted by the Korea, oh. by the South Korean government, okay, because it happened to coincide with the 1970s energy crisis that was hitting Korea. This I did read in my research is a theory that the Korean government perpetuated the idea of fan death to curb down on energy consumption. Now I don't Makes know sense. how much energy electric fans are consuming. If that is the number one energy drain in a household, but I guess maybe if you convinced a whole nation of people to not run a fan for more than fifteen minutes, you might save a little energy. You might save a little money on that energy bill. I'm not sure. Yeah, I always assumed fans don't take that. Like I, I always assumed more like, you know, the compressor on an AC unit would be would do way more. <laughs> yeah. Regardless of the conspiracy theories, in 2006, yeah, the Korean. Uh, Consumer Protection Board, mm. the KCPB, issued this warning to the public. And it reads, If bodies are exposed to electric fans or air conditioners for too long, it causes those bodies to lose water, can cause hypothermia, and if in direct contact with an air current from a fan, this could lead to death from an increase of carbon dioxide saturation concentration and decrease of oxygen concentration. The risks are higher for the elderly and patients with respiratory problems. From 2003 to 2005, a total of 20 cases were reported to involve uh, asphyxiations caused by leaving electric fans and air conditioners on while sleeping. To prevent asphyxiation, timers should be set, wind direction should be rotated, and doors oh. should be left open. End quote. Okay. 
That's from the KCPB, bro. That's wild. Yeah. 20 cases in two years? <laughs> That's an average of 10 cases a year. That's almost one death a month from electric fan-related asphyxiation. Yeah where, yeah, where are they getting this from? <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. It might sound crazy to you or me. It might sound strange. It might sound unbelievable. But then I looked into it. A lot of cultures actually have weird views towards wind and wind-related illnesses. Oh. Yeah, and this actually goes back in history a long way. First of all, yeah. Are you aware of something called traditional Chinese medicine, also known as TCM? No. TCM or traditional Chinese medicine is like a holistic uh, health practice. Okay. Growing up in Southern California, I'm very familiar with people who claim to be masters of TCM even though they spend a lot of time shopping at Whole Foods and hanging out at the beach. Uh, just sorry. And, and oh. are not of Chinese descent, I should say. Side note here, uh, RIP James Randy. I just want to say, one of my favorite videos of all time uh, is, look it up on YouTube, uh, this old magician, James Randy. He took a bottle of holistic medicine sleeping pills yeah. and he took all of them <laughs> on stage. And he's, wow. and he's like, let's see if I die. James Randi is a G, and he, yeah, he was, he was awesome. uh, famously a, mag- a magician, but also a debunker yeah. in claims of paranormal activity and mysticism. And I'm sure he researched what was in that, that stuff, and he's like, this is all bullshit. He, he explained that holistic medicine is like you have Advil, you take a single Advil, you drop it in a lake, and then you wait for it to dissipate throughout the, enti- the gigantic lake, and then you start selling cups of, of the lake water saying it's aspirin. That's how he explained holistic medicine. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, on that note, Chinese medical texts have warned of readers of something called wind insanity and wind. Wind even, insanity. Screen. Wind insanity. Wind stupidity. <laughs> That's all I got. And generalized wind illness. Okay. And... I read into this briefly and, you know, it's kind of based in this idea of keeping your body in harmony. Okay. Um, of like existential forces being able to change your body in certain ways. It's all, it's also based very much in like elemental things. So like earth elements, earth, fire, wind, water, and, I didn't read too much into it. I'm not an expert. I just kind of wanted to get some context for wind illness and wind stupidity. Like, what was the idea behind this? And basically, it was this thought that, like, yeah, cold winds can cause illness, can cause things like hypothermia, um, can blow germs at you. This is kind of like a modernized interpretation of the idea, but basically that the wind can affect your stasis, affect your immune system and infiltrate you with some sort of like negative harmful. I will say energy, but I think it's more um, in the terms of like disrupting your stasis and your harmony and your equilibrium. I know in like America in like the maybe like the 20s or, or even earlier, Doctors would suggest patients with like, uh, like sicknesses that they couldn't heal. They would say like, go to the beach and take in like the the beach air and yeah. as like a healing factor. Right, so there you go. So I feel like it, that it yeah, it's like all over the world. I think there was a moment where like wind kind of was not taken only as that. Like a, most, if not all, Americans do believe in the concept or at least have been told by their parents or elders not to go outside when it is cold yeah. because they will catch an illness. Yeah, when I was a kid, my grandma would be like, uh, don't go outside with your when your hair is wet, you'll get you'll catch a pneumonia. Do like, you think that's true? No. Yeah. <laughs> do you think going outside in the cold will make you more likely to get sick? No, I think people just because the cold cold seasons are when people get sick. Yeah. And I think people just associate it with it. Yeah. That's always been my theory. It's I like, actually 
I did believe this for a long time. Yeah. And my mom to this day still believes it and tells me all the time, like, yeah. don't go outside when it's cold, you'll catch a cold. Yeah. And I actually had to have like a serious conversation with somebody who was like, you know that that's not based in science whatsoever. And I was like, <laughs> no, it is like, you'll get cold and it'll cause your body to react and you'll, you'll, and they're, and they just flat out said, you get sick from germs. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, the cold is not a germ. You can't get sick from it being cold. I was always told that the cold would lower your immune system. I, to this day, I don't think that's true. I don't know. So I read, I looked into it a little bit and there is some truth there actually Mm. that your body will respond to a drop in temperature. Okay. It will increase, like you might get a stuffy nose or sniffly nose. It'll, it'll fuck with your, uh, sinuses, your nasal congestion, your mucous membranes can start to change during, uh, um, when a temperature changes, a lot of people to get back to the wind illness, though, a lot of people generally feel sick when they experience a temperature change yeah. at the change of seasons. So I do I don't think it's so outside no, the no. realm of logical thought to think that a, a direct wind current can affect your health. Even though I don't believe in fan death, it's a far shot away from fan death, but I can kind of yeah. see you can see the, the part of the pieces. The stepping stones that lead down the road to believing in fan death. But I will say the final thing in looking into this, and this is kind of like getting into the real world stuff. I think the jury is still out on air conditioning. And okay. if air conditioning is bad for your health. I yeah. have relatives who said that uh, older relatives in the family died of lung cancer because they smoked a lot of cigarettes and sat in an air conditioning room all the time. And I was like, really the air conditioning? Yeah. I've definitely woken up. Like I used to have an air conditioning really close to my face, uh, a couple years back and I'd wake up with like sore throats. Yeah. That was kind of like the extent of what would happen to me. Yeah. It can, um, dry you out. Definitely. And you know, air conditionings are kind of a air conditioning units or, relatively new i think they're only two generations old in, yeah in uh, in our world i think i read a stat that said in the 1960s only 12 percent of americans had some kind of air conditioning in their homes okay. now it's now it's way higher 70 or 80 percent yeah um but as air conditioning becomes more popular and prominent in homes across america scientists are warning If you have a badly maintained air conditioning system in your home, office, or vehicle, it can become contaminated with bacteria and potentially harmful. They say that um, worsening asthma problems and allergies in the United States can possibly be related to these air conditioning systems and something called Sick building syndrome. Sick building syndrome is something that researchers started seeing in people in the 70s and 80s. People in office buildings started saying the building was making them sick. Sick I have that here a lot. I sneeze a lot when we're in the studio. Interesting. Sick building system. uh, The symptoms are nasal congestion, breathing problems, headaches, fatigue, irritated skin. Um, and it could be linked to respiratory illnesses as well. They say that the likely explanation is that a poorly maintained air conditioning system can be a breeding ground for microorganisms and bacteria. It makes sense. Like they're, I I assume they're filled with dust and shit. Well, not only that, uh, air conditioning system has like water in it to use for cooling and it's bringing in like, uh, hot air and pumping out cold air and you know hot air dampness that's the breeding ground for bacteria that's true um but they say that it's really not clear uh to many people that this is even even a problem and it is a very understudied phenomenon sick building syndrome so an electric fan may not kill you but your air conditioning unit might and you brought it around, dude. <laughs> if you think it's crazy, if you think wind stupidity and wind illness is crazy, well, your mom probably told you not to go outside when it's cold. Yeah. Because you'll get sick. Exactly. And uh, we pretty much have our same wild beliefs over here. 
Oh, for real. Yeah. So that was a long rabbit hole that I went down. I was like, people think electric fans can kill you. And then it ended with maybe I don't want to run the AC. So yeah, much. yeah, yeah. For real. <laughs> uh, that's everything I have for this episode of Mega Strange. Hell yeah. And I think that brings us to the end. So thank you for watching, everybody. If thank you enjoyed you. this episode, please subscribe. Turn on notifications. We are here every Saturday with a full length episode of New Weirdness, new weird episodes of the Mega Strange podcast. And every Wednesday, our new day. For the mailbag, you can call us up and tell us the weird stuff you've experienced. We'll see you next time. This is Derek and Johnny signing off. See ya. Bye. A chair squeaky. So if you heard some fart sounds, that wasn't me. It was you. You're getting close to the truth. Maybe too close. Derek, Johnny, stay safe.